be all the glory today. All the honor and the praise belongs to our wonderful Savior, and to Him be the praise. And God's people said, Amen. Welcome today to be with me here this Thursday, August 4th. We are live, and today a most, most important time. The greatest power on earth, and why we need today to pray more than ever, because you know already, the greatest power is prayer. And I'm just going to wait till you all come on. I'm going to say my hellos to you quick. And then we're going to get into the word. There's a lot of things being said today by world leaders today about a nuclear war. Think about that. When did we hear that the world can face another nuclear war? We're hearing it today. And saints, only prayer can change that. Only prayer can change that. I want to talk to you, to encourage you, to strengthen you. And I'm praying God will speak to you to really start praying. But first, hello to Elaine and hello to Guam. I'm so glad you're joining me. Please have your friends, you know, let them know about this. Share this with them because, you know, I've talked about prayer with you many times, but I think we need it more today than we ever have needed it. Just to remind you, you know, we, we all need to be reminded of the importance of the power of prayer. Catherine Kuhlman said years ago, she said, no power is greater than its spiritual forces. No power on earth is greater than its spiritual forces, meaning only prayer can rule the world. Only prayer is stronger than the power on earth. So we're going to talk about that and more. But hello to, goodness gracious, you've been coming on so fast right now. Hello to Uma and Lona. And hello to Warda and Bihari. <laughs> hello to Kevin and to Nita and to Shail and to Shanapa. He said, pray for me and my family. Yes, we will, most certainly. Hello to Lona. Hello to Evangelist Brian Homesley. Hello to Vatalina from Fiji. Wow, I love Fiji. That's a beautiful place. I've had crusades there. In fact, one day I pray I'll come back. Hello to Jose. Hello to Rosario. Um, and hello to Laxmi. Pray for my son, Paswi Jatin. Lord, we pray. Lord, I pray that everyone that needs your touch today and your wonderful power, Lord, you'll touch them and minister to them and meet their needs. In Jesus' name, Lord, uh, bless Jatin, Lord, today. In Jesus' name, bless everyone that needs to hear from you today for your glory. Hello to Sharon and Gabriel from Pakistan. Hello to Awonki from East London, South Africa. Oh, I love South Africa. I'm coming there, by the way, in April, next April. Hello to Teresa. All right, listen, ready to begin ministering the word, and you just share this with your friends. It's so important, but let's pray first. Lord, thank you for your blessed promises. Thank you for your promises. To you belongs the glory. And God's people said, Amen. I want to read you something very quickly. The head of the United Nations a few days ago made a very 
uh, frightening statement, by the way, where he said, we are one misunderstanding away. We are one misunderstanding away from a nuclear war. Think about that, that the world has, has come to the place now that the fear of nuclear war has become a reality since the Second World War. But there is a power that can stop it called the power of prayer. I want to remind you of, of what the Bible says, okay? Now, first of all, Jeremiah 33, 3 says, call unto me. And, you know, I know you know that. It's good to be reminded. Call unto me, and I will answer thee. God has promised that. And I will show thee great and mighty things which thou knowest not. So God Almighty is inviting us to call on him, and he promised, I will show you great and mighty things you have not known. Now, I think a lot of people today have not really seen the part of God because our time in prayer is so short, so little. Our prayer list is so short today. But now it's time to really intercede for the nations, intercede for the world, that God will protect his people on the earth from any nuclear war whatsoever. The nations today are troubled in a way we haven't seen since the Second World War. You know, I have lived through three wars in Israel. By the, by, by the time I was 15 years old, I've lived through three wars. And so, you know, I know what it's like. Many people in the West have no, no idea what it's like. And, and sadly, a lot of people today are ignoring what's going on, not even want to even, to even consider it or think about it. Yet it's very serious. So who are the ones who have the power? The righteous. In Psalm 34, 17, it says, The righteous cry, and the Lord hears them, the righteous, and delivers them from all troubles. Well, nuclear war is big trouble, okay? If it comes, real trouble. But the Lord says that the righteous, when the righteous cry, I'm talking to you, God's holy, blessed, righteous people. I'm not talking to non-believers. They're not going to pray. I'm talking to you. Again, Catherine Kuhlman said, they, they asked her, a Christian Life magazine said to her, they said, if there's one thing you would say to the church, if there's one advice you would give the church, what would that advice be? She said, no nation is stronger than its spiritual forces. Meaning all the nuclear power on earth is no stronger than the spirits that rule the world. And only the church has power over those spirits in the heavenlies. Only we. We wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities and powers and so on. But we are the ones that have the real power. Jesus said, I give unto you power over all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. So you say, well, I know these things. Yeah, but I need to remind a lot of people today of the need to pray. Knowing is not enough. Doing is what we need to do today. I mean, we all know this part in prayer, but let's get on our knees and pray before this whole place blows up because the, the world is closer than ever to a nuclear war, to, to disasters we have not even imagined much worse than Nagasaki, Hiroshima, much worse than anything that happened in the Second World War. So prayer, prayer, prayer. We need 
to pray. The righteous cry, not the, not the unbelievers. And the Lord, it says, hears them and delivers them from all trouble. Now, let's look at something the Bible says in Proverbs 27. And I think this is so key because a lot of times when people ignore this verse, they get in trouble in their own life too, not just you know in the world. But look at Proverbs 27. We're going to read verse 12. This is an amazing verse. A prudent man foreseeth the evil. Someone who, you know, is listening to God. A prudent man sees the evil coming. And right now there's a lot of evil coming. And what it says, and hides himself. Hides himself means pray. But the simple, those who don't care, pass on and they're punished. England was saved by praying women during the Second War. The amazing story of Dunkirk, when I just say a little more, my, you know, there's a lot of you coming, coming on. There's so many people right now coming on. Please, please, please share this with your friends. So important. I'm asking uh, Warda and Sandra and Liz and Sophie, Sonia, Okok, all of you, share what I'm talking to you about today with your friends because it's so important things. During the Second World War, when the British Army was trapped in Dunkirk in France, it was women praying women that saved that hour for England, or England would have been defeated by the Nazis. So think about the importance of prayer even back then, that praying women saved the nation. When Winston Churchill did not know which way to go, and, and I believe God gave him that amazing idea of sending boats, all kinds of ships and boats, went from England to Dunkirk and picked up 300,000 nearly soldiers that saved England from destruction. And later they won the war because of prayer. Only prayer. Billy Graham, in his book on angels, actually said, you can read this for yourself, that during the Second World War, angels flew planes for the Allies. I never even heard it myself till I read it in Billy Graham's book that they did not know who, who, who were flying those planes. They were losing so many pilots in England. So many pilots were, were killed. They were running out of pilots, and yet planes were flying, and they did not know who was flying them, attacking the Germans. So, you know, I think it happened. Why would Billy Graham say it, say it in, in his book if it didn't happen? He was such a wonderful man of God, very, very honorable, very highly respected. But I believe that angels did get involved in the Second World War. It's not, that's, that's not, that's really nothing new. It happened in the Old Covenant, come on. Remember what happened to the Assyrians? One angel killed 185,000 of them when King you know, Hezekiah prayed. So I think it's time we really realize when we pray, angels are released to bring protection to God's people. And so it says, a prudent man one who really knows what's coming, and so on. Foreseeth the evil. And there's a lot of evil on the way, people. But it can be stopped. It can be stopped with prayer. And hides himself. But the simple pass on. The simple says, ah, oh, you know, I don't care. 
and they are punished. Now, God's word, that's our only answer. Okay, Job 28. Let's go to Job 28. I pray that God is going to use what I'm saying today to really stir your heart up, to get on your knees right after I'm done. Job 28, verse 7 and 8. And you know what? If, if, if you can't pray today, or because of the hour where, where you're living, pray as soon as you can, please. It says there's a path, Job 28, 7. There's a path which no fowl knows, which the vultures high had not seen. The lion's whelps have not trodden it, nor the first land passed by it. God puts forth his hand upon the rock, verse 9. He overturns the, the mountains by the roots. He, he cuts out rivers among the rocks, and verse 10, his eye sees every precious thing. He binds the floods from overflowing, and the thing that is hid, he brings forth, forth, forth to light. What place is that? Where God can literally control the whole situation and make a way where there's no way the place of prayer. It says there is a path, there's a, a place of prayer that the foul, meaning demons, cannot find it. God's presence. When you and I pray, God's presence becomes reality. The vulture's eye has not seen it. The, the lion's whelps, demonic powers, have not trodden it. Or the first line, even the devil doesn't know where, the, where that place is. And then God puts forth his hand on the rock. He overturns the mountains by the roots. He makes a way, in other words, where there was no way. He cuts out rivers among the rocks. His eye sees every precious thing. And so not only is he making a way where there's no way because somebody prayed, but he binds the floods also. He stops anything you know, that is coming to destroy. He binds the floods from overflowing. There are floods today dangerous floods on the way, only God can bind them. Only God can bind them. It says he binds the floods. Hallelujah. And only prayer. It says there is a path. I'm reading Job 28, verse 7, right on. It's in, right through verse 11. Read that for yourself later. I want you to see the amazing power of prayer. People don't realize how mighty this force is. And right now, we need it, we need it, we need it, we need it. And you all know, Jeremiah 29, you know, if we really, if we really obey the word of God, we will see miracles in our own personal lives. We'll see miracles on the globe we've never seen before. So Jeremiah 29, 11, right through, 14, it says, I know the thoughts I think towards you. God is talking to his people, says the Lord. Thoughts of peace, not evil, to give you an expected end. Then shall you call on me. You will go and pray unto me, and I will hearken unto you. And you will seek me and find me when you search for me with all your heart. Half-hearted prayers won't do it anymore, saints. You have to pray with all your heart. God was talking here to Israel when they were in Babylon. He was speaking to the captives in Babylon, those who were taken by Nebuchadnezzar to Babylon. They were prisoners. They were captives. They were in a strange land. And God says, my thoughts towards you are good thoughts. Peace, not evil. A great end, a great you know, finish. You're going to be blessed. And then you'll call on me and I, will, and, and I will answer you. 
but you have to call on me with all your heart. You shall seek me and find me when you shall search for me with all your heart. And then he says, I'll be found of you and I will bring you back. I'll take you out of captivity. So precious people of God, I'm telling you, sweet, sweet people, beloved of God, please hear me. If you have not taken this message seriously, it's time you do. It's time you get on your knees, you seek the Lord. I'm not talking about some, you know, people when they pray sometimes, they shout and holler and run around. That's not the real deal, you know, that's not real prayer. It's humility. It's you pray with humility. You come to the Lord and humble yourself before him. You know what it says in James, and we all know that, but you know, it's good to be reminded. This is the, the, the hour to remind every Christian, every saint of God to remember what the Bible says. It says in James 5.16, confess your faults one to another. Pray one for another that you may be healed. And then it says the effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. Just what I showed you in Jeremiah. With all your heart, not half heart. The effectual, fervent prayer of a righteous man avails much. And then he says how Elijah, a man subject to like passions like we, prayed what? Earnestly, fervently. And God answered him. And the Lord told us this in Luke 18, verse 1, that we have got to pray with fervency, with persistence. It says, and he spake a parable unto them to this end, that man ought always to pray and not to faint, not to give up, not to weaken. And today, saints, hardly anybody is praying like this. Let's not lose heart. I told you earlier, I'm going to tell you again. The president of the United Nations, on the news, you can look it up, said, we are one misunderstanding away from a nuclear war. Anything today can erupt between Russia and Ukraine or some European powers, maybe Iran and Israel, and maybe other parts of the world. Look what's going on in Taiwan right now and China. Anything can erupt it. One misunderstanding. Pelosi is in Taiwan. Tensions are high with the Chinese. It could blow up. Now you say, well, it won't. No, no. The Bible says one day it will. But it's not time yet. It's not time for it to happen. We, God's people, the church, control the time. Jesus gave us that kind of power. He said, whatever you bind on earth will be bound. Whatever you loose will be loosed. We have the power. If any two will agree, it shall be done. I give you power over all the power of the devil. Look what Paul says in, in Corinthians. He says, all things are yours. All things are yours. Jesus said, I give you power. Think about the name of Jesus. The power in the name of Jesus. I don't think we, we, we've really used that power. A lot of us have not, sadly. I have seen it in my life, and I'm not boasting, but, but I have, and many of you have. But it's time to remind every believer, use it again. Don't forget what the Bible promises us. Okay, sometimes you have to keep praying, you know? You have to keep believing. 
like in, the, in Deuteronomy 9, Moses prayed and prayed and prayed, like, you know, Elijah had to pray more than once. Sometimes we think, well, I already prayed. No, no, full prayer with all your heart prayer is continual prayer. And the Lord Jesus gave us example after example about the man who went to his friend and knocked and knocked and knocked. The man said, no, leave me alone, I'm in bed. He kept knocking, he won't stop knocking. Oh, the wicked judge, remember that story? That woman went to that judge and finally said, okay, I'll give her anything, just leave me alone. And he said, here is a wicked judge, a wicked judge who finally said yes to a woman because she would not stop asking. And he said, will not God, will not our heavenly father answer our prayer? But he looks for persistence, keep knocking. Jesus said, ask, seek, and then knock. If you ask, it doesn't happen, seek. If it doesn't happen, knock, and then it'll happen. I think it's time to knock, don't you? I think the time for asking is over. The time for seeking is past. It's time to knock. Knock, 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 till the door open. God will answer prayer. Moses, it says, and I fell down. I'm reading Deuteronomy 9, 18. I fell down before the Lord as at the first. So he just kept praying. 40 days, 40 nights. That's a long time to knock. I did neither eat bread nor drink water because of all your sins which you've sinned in doing wickedly in the sight of the Lord to provoke him to anger. God was about to destroy Israel. He said, and then he said, I was afraid of the anger and hot displeasure wherewith the Lord was wrought against you to destroy you. <clears throat> but the Lord hearkened unto me at that time also. All right. Now, I'm making my point. I think you're getting it. I really believe you are, you are getting it. And when we pray like this, <clears throat> God Almighty gets involved and he gives us strength to go on praying. It says, let him, Isaiah 27.5, let him take hold of my strength that he may make peace with me and he will make peace with me. So when you pray with, with, with persistence, when you pray earnestly, when you pray fervently, God steps into the picture and gives you the strength to go on praying because he wants to see you win. And I love what it says in Isaiah 30 and verse 18. I'm almost done because I've got to say what, I've, what I, 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 I need to say today because the world is in a very dangerous place. And therefore will the Lord, I'm reading verse 18, Isaiah 30. And therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious unto you. <clears throat> and therefore will he be exalted that he may have mercy. God is waiting for someone to pray, basically. The Lord waits, and therefore will the Lord wait that he may be gracious. And therefore he will be exalted that he may have mercy. God wants that. But it's time to seek the Lord till he come and reign righteousness on every one of you. Now I'm gonna, I'm gonna put some beautiful worship on because I think it's time you do the same. Can we come into agreement right now? All right, that God Almighty will protect His people on earth. Lord, we come. Come on, let's, let's just pray. Stretch your hands towards me. Father, I'm stretching my hands towards your people and my heart too. And Lord, we agree right now 
that this evil that's coming will not come. This evil will not come. This nuclear war will not happen. What the enemy has planned will not happen, not now, in Jesus' name. Lord, you said if two will agree, it will be done. And we agree, Lord, your wonderful saints and I agree together, Lord, according to your word, that this nuclear war they're talking about will not happen. And Lord, protect your people around the world, protect your saints around the world, protect us from this hour, and Father, intervene in this situation today. Intervene with Russia and the Ukraine. Intervene with Russia and Europe. Intervene with Iran. Lord, intervene with all that's going on with Taiwan and China and all the other things going on around the world. Lord, you said in your word it will happen on time, on your calendar, not the devil's calendar. Now, Lord, above all, glorify your name. Glorify your name. You said to us to pray for our leaders, to pray for those in authority. We pray for them now, Lord. Give them your wisdom, even though they don't know you, Lord. You told us to pray for them. Give them your wisdom. Bring peace, bring tranquility, bring an understanding in your holy name, Lord. And Lord, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven, in Jesus' name. And Lord, I pray for your church under persecution. Protect your church. Protect your people all over the world. Bless your people. Bless them everywhere in China, in Korea. Bless them in India and Pakistan. Bless them in Afghanistan and Iran. Bless them, Lord my God, in Iraq. Bless them around all over the Arab world, in Jesus' name, all over North Africa, all over Africa, South Africa. Bless your people in Eastern Europe, in, in, in Turkey, in Russia, <clears throat> all throughout Eastern Europe and Western Europe. Bless your people, Lord, and protect them and multiply them in the UK and in Scandinavia and Iceland and Greenland. Bless them, Lord, in Canada, in the United States. Bless them and multiply them in Central and South America. Bless them, Lord, in the Isles of the Sea. Bless your people, Lord, in, 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 in Australia, New Zealand, throughout Southeast Asia and Japan. For your glory, bless your people, Lord, around the world. And meet every need in their life. In the glorious name of Jesus. Hallelujah, hallelujah. I think it's time to really pray in tongues too, precious people. I'm, I'm seeing your, your beautiful names coming on. Thank you, Lord. Lord, I stretch my hands towards your people. Yeah, send your prayer requests right now. I feel the anointing, people. Lord, meet every need. <clears throat> Thank you, Lord. Someone says uh, from Africa, you don't know how much I needed this today. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, may I give you praise, Lord. Meet your people's needs, Lord. Bless their businesses. Bless their families. Bless their loved ones. Meet every need today. Meet every need, Lord. 
In Jesus' name. Yes, Lord, heal their bodies also. Heal their bodies. I rebuke sickness. I rebuke disease. I rebuke infirmities in the name of Jesus. We give you the glory and the honor, Lord. You are our God and our King. All is well. All is well. All is well with your people around the world. Strengthen your saints, Lord. Strengthen your saints. In Jesus' holy name. Yes, Lord, heal that, that man's mom. Uh, Mercado Michael says, healing for my mother. Spinal body, Lord, heal that precious mom in Jesus' name. Sandra says, I want to pray in tongues. Darling, just start praying. God, Lord fill, her with the, Lord, fill her with the Holy Spirit. Fill everyone with the Holy Spirit right now, Lord, who needs that in filling, in Jesus' name. There's a beautiful anointing flowing today. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Miles says, healing for my heart disease. Lord, heal, heal this man, Miles, in Jesus' mighty name and for your glory. Hallelujah. Blessed be the name of the Lord forever and forever. Jesus is Lord. Well, saints, it's time to say goodbye, but, be, but before I do, I want to pray for your finances. Lord, bless them financially. Bless every need financially, Lord. Let their future be blessed, prosperous, and abundant in Jesus' mighty name. And Lord, as they sow their seed today, bless them. Give them that assurance. All is well, all is well with their finances too, Lord. No matter what happens in the world, everything is going to be all right. Blessings untold on them in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, God love you. Bless you. I'll see you tomorrow. Today, by the way, 43 years for Suzanne and I. And we, we're we're going to do something live later, later today. Sue and I, just to thank you. This will be probably sometimes this evening here on the East Coast. Because we celebrate 43 years in marriage today. August 4th, 1979, we were married. Well, love you and thank you. And for you that are sowing seed in the Lord's work, just go ahead and sow your seed on the platform you're watching me on. You can go to our website, benihin.org, or you can simply text it, BHM45777, and pray especially. Pray like I told you to today. Much love. I'll see you again. Bye-bye.